password? Zesty pepper jack sauce. Okay, you're good. What can I do for you? I have a special order. I was told you were the best. <laughs> I'm better than the best. I must admit, I'm surprised you insisted on a call rather than an in-person meeting. There's a pandemic going on. I'm a black market gems dealer, not a fool. I suppose that's fair. I'll get down to business then. I need garnets. You came to me for garnets? How dull. You should have just gone to a mall jeweler. What a waste of my talents. I have garnets. Lots of garnets. I need special garnets. Special in what way? Garnets with the power to utterly unmake a man. Ha! I see. I see. You made the right choice coming to me after all. Let us talk about Gregnitz. It has all been built for this moment. Three seasons of the genius, one season of crime scene. I have run four games of the Garnet Wager for Alan, Six, and late joiner Nick. Now it's time to watch the last season of the genius and play another season of games. And this one is for all the Garnets. Welcome back. This is the Garnet Wager. Begin. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to The Garnet Wager. This is a show where we talk about the South Korean reality game show, The Genius, while also playing a little bit of a game ourselves. Is this Koi that was my no that was no that was going into my that was my like Spider-Man one, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm Six Detmar. From Scanline Media. I'm Alan Abraham from Chats and Scanline Media. I'm so Media. excited. I don't. I don't know the lyrics. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm so excited. Okay. Hi, Nick. Hello, Nick. Did you want to? I'm you wanna so introduce excited. Yourself? Nick's from Ray Trace. What Media. are you excited about, Nick? Uh, what am I excited about? Perhaps the best episode of Korean television ever. Question oh, hang on, my my common writer toy is screaming at me. <laughs> what? I didn't even do anything. I didn't even do anything. Or did? I love this horror movie premise where your common writer toys rise up in the middle of the night. It just shouted hazard attack at me. <laughs> it would be a shame if someone has tinkered with you. Your uh, I found out that there's a common writer song in Ta- Taiko no Tatsujin Six. Yeah, of course there is. It's from Common Writer Build, I think. Yes, it's it a is. good one. Just the one though. Um. Yeah, so we it's watched. A, it's a writer, but there's all there's a song. Is it a musical? Oh God. Uh, there's the opening song, mm-hmm. like an anime. Oh, an anime. Okay, where they open the anime, mm-hmm. the song. What do right. we open the anime with? 
Well, we open with a, a little bit of music and an announcement from the uh, the Bandage Man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually how this show goes. Yeah. Um, and then we talk about the genius. And specifically this time, we're talking about episode three. And what game did we play? We played Today's Menu for, for the, the Emia, Emia family. family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. That was the first thing I thought when I saw it was Today's Menu. From the fucking scanline bumper from thousand years ago, and I'm not the only person who thought that. Thank you, God bless. No, I I don't think I don't think Nick made that connection. No, I don't Nick know. Saying? I don't know what that is. Okay, don't worry about it. I'll tell you when you're way older. Okay, it's called today's I can't wait menu. To be way old. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. This is a a really really good episode. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> I cried. I didn't actually cry. I couldn't have asked for more. It's it's deceptively simple. It's a pretty straightforward main match, a pretty straightforward death match, but the spirit of chaos has infected the genius house. Yes. yes. The Garnet Cage's spirit lives on in uh, in the genius house and causes I just an absolute mess. like a dozen points in this episode, like put my hands in the air and said, yes. Let the garnets flow. The best laid plans of mice exactly. and moon mean nothing before Kyung Hoon. <laughs> I shouted to myself as I watched this episode outside that it, I was seeing red. You were like, uh, you were like M Bison in the Street Fighter cartoon. You're like, yes, yes, yes. That was you throughout the whole thing, probably. That was me throughout the entire thing. Uh, that was me. Uh, once we finally stopped doing a bunch of recap. And uh, Yun, Yun Sun came through the up, through the the doors of the genius house with a very sharp pink outfit uh, that gets her some compliments. And then her and Kyungron have a CG assisted laser eye battle, and all of the men are like, "Duck, get out of the way!" <laughs> gender has arrived in the genius house. Tragically, uh, gender has arrived, and its uh, theme song is <laughs> the Imperial March from Star Wars. Well, first it's Kill Bill, which seamlessly transitions into Imperial March. And it's you it's know. not only gender, but we also have hetero shit because uh, Jung Moon with her awesome hair and outfit this week comes in with uh, Hyun Min. And everyone's like, you two are young and you came in at the same time? Psh, dating. You guys are dating. Why? When's the next date? They have date? the faces of three-month-olds, I think we can agree. <laughs> they're right? very young. I mean, they they are similar. Yeah. I think they're also similar. They're like the two youngest players, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, adults being like, "Well, you guys dating?" is so <laughs> silly. <laughs> I've definitely walked next to a woman before, and someone was like, "Were well, you guys dating?" So it's not, it's not out of the realm of hey, well, possibility. Were you? Uh, mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. That's illegal. Okay, just gotta check. Um, and then, it, and then uh, Dongmin and Jinho decide they're gonna kill each other. Yeah, he's like, "I'm mm-hmm. gonna bury you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end you. We're going to threaten each other. Just like in season one, it's all over again for you. Cut to and then as soon as the match, the main match starts, they're like, okay, so we're working together, right? Yeah, we're friends, right? <laughs> we're pals. Love you. Um, I was telling Six as I was finishing this episode, uh, if if the show some, I guess they edit it afterwards. So there might, this may have been a form of foreshadowing, but we hadn't heard in the past two episodes, uh, the song mean debt controversy. Um, in real life, he is in deep, deep debt via from many different places, and they've referenced it on the show before. But uh, it comes back in this episode, and I didn't think I would care. I'd just be like, "Oh, that's that's cute." They always reference it. It's like they make a joke about it because it's public. But uh this episode 
reminded me of that in a moment. It was like watching the usual suspects where like the hand unclenches and you're like, wait, he's, he wants to win more than anyone else. He needs the money. You guys, (laughs) um, and yeah, we get the rules of today's menu, which is a pretty straightforward but fun game where basically everybody gets three menu items, uh, three different Korean dishes, um, and you put them in, you put the different cards in your box, and then you put down, you put them down on a table based on how many people you think picked the same meal as you, and you get points based on if you're right or not. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. But you can also tell other people what food you chose. Um, you can choose different types of food. And as Songmin learns about halfway through this main match, uh, the box has a secret. What's in the box? Well, it's a secret compartment that has a space for you to hide cards. So I can't believe this worked. What? The one time that it worked. Yeah. It, after that, it's it gets. Did it's nobody messy. look at the the box? There isn't like it's not like the the coins, right? Where yeah. there's like two different like weight cores. It's just a box, guys. Shake the box a little bit, guys. I, like. <laughs> It probably just pops I mean, so yeah. cerebral that, you know, the, the simple things sometimes. Yeah, sometimes when you present a game that seems really simple on its face, they like if you present games that seem complicated, they're going to be like, okay, what are the what are the extra layers to this? But if you're like, you present a game that seems simple, sometimes they just accept it on its face. Uh, yeah. Except for Songmin, who, if you gave Songmin a dollar, would like <laughs> hold it under an infrared <laughs> light and like dip it in water and like burn taste a corner it, of it. Be like, is this real? <laughs> A single dollar, yeah. Um, and so you're trying to pick a combo that nobody else picks because if you have the rarest one, if you have only, you, you land on one and you're the only person who picked one, then you get five points. It's different point totals. People get garnets. It's a whole thing. Um, I thought the flash forward in this one was very funny because there was no sound and they didn't show whose like face was on each card or on each box. So it, it looked like just a bunch of people shuffling cards around. <laughs> like, I don't know what any of this is. There's no noise to tell who's mad about what, but this looks like, I guess this is chaos. It's, um, yeah, I felt like it was one of the times where, I mean, like generally I don't think these are any good, right? I don't like yeah, it when they do these flash forwards, but this one was like the most transparent of like, Oh, okay. So everyone agree. Cause like, if you look at the rules of the game, you immediately are like, okay. So if everyone works together, they can get a guard in every round. They could have um, gotten like three garnets each. And so you immediately see that flash forward and you're like, okay, so they agreed to do that and then at the last minute someone screwed them over. It's like, yep. <laughs> yep. It's kind of a funny mechanic. It leads to multiple moments of people going three, two, holy shit, and then jumping on the thing last second to move <laughs> other people's pieces or move their own. Um, uh, they can't move. Well, moving other moving, people's pieces against the rules. Yes, but. right. Moving your piece. Um, but like yeah. moving, moving the other alliances around. Um, mm-hmm. The previous mm-hmm. winners all think that they're going to form a perfect alliance together, Dongmin, Songmin, and Jino. Uh, this doesn't last extremely long because uh, Songmin and Kyunghoon decide that they're going to be best friends this this round, and that's going to go perfectly well for them. Uh, <laughs> the best laid plans of mice and men continue to build. Uh, everyone gets really cute and starts back and forthing with each other. Like, what are you going to pick? Are we going to be on a team? And as usual, Hyunmin is like, if everyone works together, we all win. This is good, right? I feel like he's my amateur socialist son, and I love him very much. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it, and it never works out. Even when everyone around him loses, he's like, guys, guys, no, seriously. I'm, I did the math. I'm very smart. <laughs> um. Songmin, like me, actually hopes that they get the food that they order. He's like, wait, are we getting fried rice after this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't, I don't, I didn't catch any eating in this one, which is weird considering oh, there how was, much food focus. Oh, there was. 
there was eating and also i mean according to i i consulted with the bandage man yeah and he says that like if you if they see you like drinking that counts too and there were a lot there was a lot of water bottle action oh true true okay so um but the first moment of true like out loud comedy for me was uh dongmin and hyunmin are like okay we're gonna work together it's gonna be a duo let's hide notes about what's in our box this round uh we'll do it under this table and he's like no 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 we'll do it under a speaker meanwhile the camera shows us that songmin with his bright red glowing name tag is sitting under the is lying down under the table and has been for like presumably 15 to 20 minutes however long it's half an hour it said half an hour before. Uh-huh. And there's been and, like two or three meetings in there. And there's also been like Kyungran rocking around like, where the hell is Songmin? <laughs> I can't believe when they reveal, I'm like, no, there's no possible. Of, yo, yep, it, it, there he is. He's under the table. Like not only is he under the table, but he's been under the table. <laughs> the whole round. Yo, I've been under this table. <laughs> I've been chilling. I literally that's to the kind of moves I want to see. That's that's a, that's that's the moves of a winner right there. If you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I literally today uh, was not. trying to just <laughs> brief anecdote. I was trying to startle someone uh, who was about to leave from their car, so I was like crouched behind their car for like two minutes, and that was exhausting because crouching is painful. <laughs> this guy, I don't think he's crouched. I think he's lying down. But thirty minutes. <laughs> he, he spends part of it crouched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. painful. It's not comfortable to crouch for very long. Um, but then, yeah, they're like, he doesn't even, he gets plenty of info out of it, but it's not like he suddenly wins the round because of that. Um, he catches Dongmin trying to like break their alliance with Hyunmin. Yeah. It's, it's very good. Um, and then there's a last second point switch that he tries to get. And then he, this, he's like, nobody told me the time was running out. <laughs> and then it cuts to him and he goes, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> So he flubs his first round, and things aren't looking so good for our friend Lee Sung-min. Um, and then they reference a new plan. They're like, all right, guys, round two, new, new strategy. We're going to go uh, God Board Not, which is a reference to something Unkill said in season two um, that I don't remember because that was seven it, years ago. It was basically just like it was one of the one of the early like, hey, let's just all gain garnets, and then we'll play, we'll like play the game later. Yeah. Let's play first make sure we get money. Yeah, I, exactly. I, can't, I want this to work sometime. I got. Uh, it, it has, has worked work before. It's it has worked, worked okay, before. It has, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fuck the producers, man. Get them. Beat the dealer. Yeah. Um. It 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 works again if everyone cooperates. But so far, it seems like this season the games have been focused on, you know, alliances can work and will work if everyone agrees. But also somebody can sneak a win, and that's what causes all these problems every time. And it seems like Jin Seok is just gonna try and sneak a win every time. <laughs> yes, correct. That I, I I think he's on like yellow alert, honestly, at this point. Um, but yeah, so he finds uh, the secret compartment. He shows. Uh, Kyung Hoon, and he's like, "Hey, so I wrote in my notes. He shows Kyung Hoon, which I'm sure will go swimmingly. And I didn't even finish <laughs> typing swimmingly <laughs> before Kyung Hoon is like, "Guys, it's okay. You can show me. I'm working with my friend Songmi, and I love him." <laughs> and they're like, "Are you working with an alliance with him?" And he's like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, he is." Kyung <laughs> <laughs> Hoon, that's that's the kind of thing that a loser does. That's the kind of thing that gets you eliminated, Kyung Hoon. I can't believe you. Yeah, Kyung Hoon, uh, I mean, they pull off the play, and then immediately he's like, hey, don't hit me with Songmin's idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, now we're both screwed, because Songmin's like, 
Listen, the idea was they wouldn't trust you, but then they'd extra trust me, and then I'd feed you information, and we'd win everything. And he's like, oh, that would have been a good plan. That was <laughs> this is such me and Six Energy the entire episode. Like, I, like, I'm just like, we're having a great podcast, and then suddenly I spring a hotter haz on Six, and <laughs> you just have to deal with it. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you going to summarize all of Airbud right now? <laughs> yeah, are you really going to do I'm going to have to produce two versions of this episode of The Genius. One where Kyung-hoon gets to summarize all of Airbud and one where Kyung-hoon doesn't. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It is. So it's kind of it. like six and Oliver like podcast friends. Like it's, it's uh-huh. you being like, hey, we're just going to do this thing. Oh, we're not. Okay. I'm going to go die in the corner now. <laughs> I'm going to go melt. I'll be back. Um, but uh, the big team alliance means that Jungwoon is now loot, uh, trailing behind in points severely. So they have to decide as a group to either uh, save her from being eliminated or uh, boost Hyunmin so that he wins by so much that he can give her immunity. Uh, they opt for the latter. Uh, which almost doesn't work um, because Dongmin supposedly betrays them and gives all the information to Songmin, but it's a double mm-hmm. betrayal and it doesn't work out very well for Songmin and Kyungmin. Well, it, it's 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 not a double betrayal. It's a it's a betrayal that like it's like when you fold a box and like the tabs overlap with each other, mm-hmm. right? He tried to fold the tab in, but it folded over another tab. He tried to betray, but he was screwed over. That betrayal was canceled out by Kyung Hoon accidentally betraying. I didn't right. give him betrayal points for this because he's kind of just a moron. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he meant ill. He's just kind of a naive doofus. It just worked. Well, there was a great moment where, like, okay, so a normal person would have obviously lied to me about, you know, saying what they were picking. Yeah. But Kyung Hoon, I have a feeling he actually just said what he picked. <laughs> Also, I mean, just the, the point of being like, like, uh, Jun Seok, this is, you know, way later, but like Jun Seok being like, you know, if I knew what they were picking, I could really, I could really shake up the game here. I could just ask Kyung Hoon. <laughs> he'll just tell me. I could just ask dumb. him straight up. He'll tell me. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Kyung Hoon. You're doomed, man. You're doomed to lose this Kyung Hoon. The trials of Kyung Hoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this episode could be called. Absolutely. Um, Songmin starts to see. Uh, the red, the red light, and he tells everybody, "Listen, motherfuckers, if I get DM, I'm not playing Gil Hop." And they're like, "Come on, it's fun, it's the best one." He's like, "I'm not going to DM. I'm not playing that stupid game." I'm. What is that game? It's. I assume you've seen it before. It's a memory uh-huh. game. The reason I like it is because we played uh-huh. it uh, on a Garnet Wager, and I like I'm decent at it, and that's the only reason I really like it. It's but it's like a brain game, so a lot of them don't like it because you can't mm. manipulate the other person that much. You just have to be. I- and uh, Songmin got eliminated on it before and had this nice speech. This actually pretty moving speech yeah, about like, yeah. wow, yeah, I guess years of drinking and smoking have kind of done a number on my memory. This is a bummer. <laughs> this is a bad moment to realize this. And you're like, oof, I'm sorry. Like, I guess the old people are being like pushed out of society slowly. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's pretty dark. You should move to America where they still run everything forever. <laughs> Uh, ew, bum, bum, uh, so Dongmin is like, all right, guys, new plan, round three or four, whatever. It's four, four, one. If all of us put on four, four on one part piece, four on another one, and then the one person puts on one, that person wins. This is easy, right? Jensik, what are you doing? Jensik, what are you doing? That's fried rice. No, that, no, <laughs> just basically all tries to fuck people over again. Doesn't actually work that well for him. 
Well, I think actually it's super. I think it extremely does because his goal, he's not. I, I think you're not giving him enough credit here. Okay. Because in this instance, he's like, listen, if this goes the way I think it's gonna go, Jung Moon loses. I can make it so that we still have the winner on our team, Hyun Min, but I block Song Min so that he loses. So that he loses. So like he goes against the team's plan. But in doing so, I don't think it's a betrayal because he actually saves no. his team. Dong Min's yeah. not happy because Dong Min had this whole deal to get paid. <laughs> but, you know, tough shit. It ends up doing more to harm Song Min than it does to help to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is awesome. Um, so I guess it, I guess it's okay. I I sort of misinterpreted that, but I do remember the scene where it's like flashback to him being like, "Yes, Jung Moon, I'm prepared to help you out," and also fuck Song Min over. So he's basically ruined. He's just looking at his empire crumbling around him. Uh, he has this amazing line I wrote down. I shouldn't have chosen Kung Hoon when it mattered. Anyways, that bit. He, and then he's like, anyways, that bit me in the ass. <laughs> I'm going to the death match at some point, probably. Um, Kyung Yoon calls himself the Arsler in the subtitles. I wasn't a fan of that, but I just, no. I don't know if that's a translation or what, but that was a bummer. I mean, they did, they did bleep out what he said. So, oh, did they? Well, there you go. He probably it did say might it. be fairly accurate. Yeah, I don't like doubt bumped at translation abilities. It's more like, oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Hyunmin once again wins, or I don't know, once again, but he wins uh, both tokens of life, which fills my health points because I love the man so much. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was interesting that he chose to give his uh, token of immunity to Dongmin because he knew he was like, well, I want Songmin to be able to pick somebody. Is it that he wants him to be able to pick somebody who he can win against or he just wants him to pick whoever he wants? He wants him to pick whoever he wants. It's a really it's a really interesting bit of like, well, listen, I feel like all of us kind of contributed to Songmin losing here. And so I feel like Songmin should get to pick whoever he wants. Yeah. Uh, which is not, that is, if the tables were turned, that would not be <laughs> Songmin's <laughs> logic. <laughs> Right. And he's like, well, who's smart here? Well, there's a couple people in here who I could easily, I could probably easily beat with the right games. Um, there's also, and then turns to, in the cartoon version of the show, turns to his left and Kyung-hoon is like picking his nose. And he's like, <laughs> Kyung-hoon, you're going to the death match with me, motherfucker. You ruined everything. I'm taking you down. The battle I mean, they try, they, they do the thing, right? Where like every time they're like, "Well, this person uh, really, I felt like we had a lot of history together," and like they're trying to like shoot it. Like, gosh, I wonder who he could talking about. Yeah, but, like yeah. uh, you and also Kyung Hoon are just immediately like, "Okay, got it." <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm ready. Um, by the way, interesting note here. Uh, who was on that winning alliance? That that Hyun Min alliance. Uh, oh, it was Hyun Sung. Oh, oh, you each owe me three garnets. Oh, fuck that. Oh, you're right. I'll just make some changes to the numbers right now. Uh, that sucks. No, don't change the numbers. Keep my garnet so I have all of them. Oh, wow. You're down to... Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll talk about numbers later. But, There's like uh, one alliance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you. to be fair, you, you specified that like even if there is an alliance, if you're just on the side that wins. Yeah, I said like I said like if there is if it's not an alliance-based game, then I lose the bet. Yeah. So I, I gave room sucks well that's that's how it goes you got you got you got to win some to lose some to lose some Honorably to win some mm-hmm. um lastly before we talk about the, before we break for our our homework uh songmin has a screen moment where he goes man i never even dreamed that i would come last in this game and have to pick somebody and then he like leans back and just like 
cackles, but it's not an evil laugh. It's like an acceptance laugh. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, what? Here a- I am. Yeah, there's there's a moment earlier where he's like, I think it's after two of his three <laughs> defeats. Yeah, where he goes, where he goes. I said it was Songmin Day, though. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's my birthday. <laughs> I'm just my a little, little guy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this death match bless. before before we ignite this death match, we have to talk about some homey homey homework. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the bandage man said that we have to uh, we have to read uh, the work of art in the age of mechanical reproduction by Walter Benjamin. Um, usually we pick things that are like fun. <laughs> so fun. maybe the bandage man can kind of bandage go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, I guess, Dick. Uh, but you know, I guess it's important to read about how you know being able to make things makes art different Mm -hmm. that's basically the (laughs) summary we can move on summary yeah i think so um no i i mean i'm like in grad school currently so i i'm reading academic stuff like on a weekly basis so Mm -hmm. this wasn't like a challenge it was a bit of a challenge because it's a teensy bit dense but you know Mm -hmm. i read this in an evening and i was like oh i learned a lot um yeah i've i've like heard of this essay before but I didn't. I'd never actually read it, so this was a really interesting experience. Do you want to like set it up for people a little more? Yeah. So basically, I mean, the 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 point that that Benjamin, I guess, is trying to make is sort of talking about how uh, the ability to to recreate things with you know machine reproduction of art uh, changes the nature of art. Um, it changes the way art is art is perceived. Um, it changes like the way people receive it, and also its relationship to to society basically into capitalism ultimately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the text uh, that i found was 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 pulled up via marxist.org so <laughs> you know where Same. we're coming from uh, i have a physical copy of it but oh nice know, i'm fancy um yeah honestly um in the early goings i was really not on board yeah at first, Benjamin was, I was really not with Benjamin. And then Benjamin was like, Benjamin ben, basically lays out this whole argument about aura and how it affects art and like makes art good. Mm-hmm. And then he basically goes, so obviously that's bullshit. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, never mind, I got it now. <laughs> like, you can, you can capture it. You're going to lose that aura. You're going to, more aura referring to like the thing that makes something unique that cannot be recreated, the unrecreatable, like special aspect of art. Mm hmm. And when you recreate something, be it through specifically mechanical reproduction, and as we advance technology that lets us recreate things, uh, we give people more access to things, which is good and important, but also we lose what made the original special, which is mostly the context with which it was created. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he gives a lot of examples, um, talking about all the going all the way back to the middle middle ages and even like hieroglyphics and how the person who made that hieroglyphic wrote it on a cave wall because they meant for it to be a message to somebody then uh and to be kept in perpetuity it wasn't meant to be looked at by like an archaeologist in 2020 who's like huh what could this have meant that wasn't the original intent but that provides something different and unique Mm -hmm. um what i like about this essay overall i'll just give my brief thoughts on it is uh it kind of delves so deep into things that we take for granted like uh you know when you're watching a film uh you are watching the camera's choice with what which parts to keep which parts to film and what part of the performance is important uh whereas when you're watching a play you're just watching the performance 
And so you're watching camera work. You're not watching the actual performance itself. And that loses the aura of the performance. Uh, it's just like one of those things you're like, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even conceive of that. And that's like mm-hmm. my favorite kind of essay of this type is, is ones where you're like, oh, shit. Oh, this is all weird. This this affects everything I think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's it goes a lot of places. I feel like it, mm-hmm. it, it does like, because it's, it's split up into, I think it's like 15 parts um, mm-hmm. tackling different aspects of this. But I mean, these types of conversations, like what, you know, even in, in the gaming space, people are always talking about, you know, what constitutes a remake and should we remake all of this stuff? Is it worth it? Is that new art to remake something or re produce something I'm i was just curious uh, I, what do you think at first i was really surprised like as far as um this being treated as a, as a marxist text because i say mm-hmm. it doesn't start out feeling like one right yes yeah. um and i guess i i found it really refreshing to have it be like him uh, you know have, have benjamin being like okay so here is what you know art used to mean and here is what reproduction and the way we were doing art these days like how what we are losing right and then he yeah. sort of, there's a beat and he goes, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Like, the, I feel like there's, it would, I, 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 reading that first bit, I really expected to be like, oh God, it's art is being ruined by being put in hands of the common people. Right. And it's just like, ugh. Um, but the acknowledgement that there is something lost, but there is more gained, I think exactly. is, is really something to me. Uh, I don't a- know, Nick, what, what did you think? Yeah. I didn't really, uh, I was expecting to, but I didn't have really almost any reaction to reading <laughs> it. Like, I, uh, you know, I, made, I thought about things and like, you know, I thought through everything we was saying, but I didn't really, it, it was, uh, I was, <laughs> it was set up to be this crazy Marxist text that I was expecting. And then it just wasn't. So I guess my bar was set very high too. Well, it's but also, it, you know, it's also a pretty old piece of writing at this point. Yeah. 32? 35. 35 yeah yeah, yeah so it's, you know it's talking about like oh yeah this Fuhrer guy is not very good i'm like oh yeah i guess not huh <laughs> yeah no uh 85 years removed some of this stuff we have internalized <laughs> yeah but it was i mean it all made more or less sense yeah it's like well yeah you know physical thing you know i think a lot about you know physical things versus non-physical things right and sure, like there's more nuance to seeing something in person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your your meat body is there witnessing this bunch of matter that is much harder to change than you know whatever frame is being drawn on your screen. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you, yeah, and then like you said, it's kind of set up as like, oh, people are you know rail against this, but like, who gives a shit? it's like well you're certainly not going to stop the sound film just because whatever philosopher of the time or whatever that guy was was you know upset that you know film is ruining my art or whatever the argument was (laughs) i think yeah and he's also he like again this is way more crass than than he is but there's also (laughs) a degree where he's sort of like and in the end if you want to take your copy your original copy of the mona lisa in the back room and jerk off you can and the public can enjoy the copy (laughs) like have fun with that asshole (laughs) yeah um and i think i mean i think it's time for u6 it feels like there should be another the work of art but it's the work of art in like the age of accessible production because if you think about it mm. this time, it's not like, you know, 
every tween being able to make a YouTube video or post on their Tumblr, right? Or draw on their Wacom after watching lots of anime, right? Mm-hmm. Like you still had to fucking typeset things manually probably, right? Yeah. Well, so like, but he, he gets into that. He talks about like yeah, how editorials yeah. were, he's like, we're basically at a point where if someone wants to publish something, I mean, as long as they're willing to be willing to accept that it won't be that much exposure, they just can. And that's, yeah. you know, uh, I run the a natural blog, conclusion. So. <laughs> the natural conclusion of not being able to reproduce something is that the first man writes a book and then nobody knows how to fucking write a book because they're like, well, we can't copy it. And copying is how you learn how to do something. So I guess we get one book and then we stop. Like it, it, it hinders creativity 100% mm-hmm. to, to, to argue that uh, an art has an inherent perfect spirit that can't be touched. Um, if anything, like you're saying, Six, I think the thing that you gravitated towards that I really liked is he kind of argues towards the end that uh, the circumstances with which you recreate something, uh, especially in a world uh, devoid of like value, like what is the value of like traditionally or ritualistically, uh, that's based on on your politics. Like if you reincorporate Nazi imagery in 2020, you are saying that you are a Nazi. And you are saying those uh, those ideas apply today. You're not just saying, oh, it's art from the 40s. I just think it's cool. It doesn't mean I'm a Nazi. It's like, no, you're using it today for a reason, you dumbass. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, I, I thought that was really great. Like you can separate the art from uh, like the means of, of how it's produced and use it to say something political. Mm-hmm. How much, uh, how much aura do you think uh, I and only I experience about podcasts that I do because I'm the one who edits them and I get to hear everything? <laughs> Even you two get fucking Discord noise removal. You don't get the real aura, right? That's mine. I know. I I think about that a lot. Yeah. It always weirds me right. out when I listen back and I'm like, that's not what it sounded right. like on mine. Or I'll hear mic bumps that I never heard and I'm like, oh, because your mic is getting stuff that I, yeah i'm gonna six is gonna hear that and kill you later <laughs> exactly I mean, like just, i can feel it. as fine. i tap the microphone the aura of six muting it sighing <laughs> muting it, deleting it. <laughs> just to highlight control a my track and, <laughs> and i'm just an aura you don't have to hear my podcast audio I'm yeah just, you can you know feel it in your two recordings i can feel it in the air but then see the the joke and this is why i like this this piece this essay so much is it really you can think about in so many different directions is the in the air tonight like drum fill everybody hears it differently we're all perceiving it differently it is fundamentally a different drum fill for all of us and it inspires us in different ways and creates a different thing I feel like that's a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> we're all we're all different Phil Collins in our own special way. Also, the epilogue kind of goes in a spicy direction where he says all efforts to render politics aesthetic culminate in one thing: war. A war and only war can set a goal for mass movements on the largest scale while respecting the traditional property system. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a talking spicy. About war, war as the aesthetic. What did you say, Six? I said, yeah, it's a little spicy. It's a bit. That's he the epilogue. That's where he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he does get yes. Um, that, thank you, Nick. Uh, that's where he's like. Anyways, goodbye, everyone. And then does like a PS at the end of the blog spot post, and he's like, wait, you're still reading this? All right, so here's the real <laughs> deal. Like, no, wait, Walter, slow down. <laughs> Please remember to like, favorite, and subscribe to my gazette. But it's it's yeah, it goes. Nobody I, I, has gazettes anymore. You know, you ever think about that? I mean, I have a gazelle. Exist. 
They're right there. But it's not a gazette, you know? Okay, what defines a gazette? It, it's called a Like, we don't have, you know, the Scanline Media Gazette. We should have the Scanline Media Gazette. Huh. You know? Like, there's no... It's the... Like, I have the Baltimore Sun. Uh, we got the New York Times. You got the... Uh, the Colorado the Springs Gazette is still running. Oh, AKA the Gazette. That. Well, it's because I'm not from you Colorado to... Springs, Nick. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Yeah, like there's uh, hold on la gazette i mean i i do LA without googling gazette. i do remember the champagne uh urbana gazette from where i used to live oh okay oh uh i searched la gazette and it's uh la gazette uh, uh originally gazette. gazette de france was the first weekly magazine published in france in 1631 whoa wow that's quite the gazette wow wow <laughs> The Gazette, that's quite six, a get. Six, yes. it's during the Ancien Regime. Okay. That thing that I, I just said when I was Googling Emma saying things uh-huh. earlier. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, oh. I guess that was, yeah. Bingo. Oh. So it's the six degree, it was two degrees of Emma, you know? Sure. The thing you said. Um, uh, yeah, so we're going to go said. on to the death match. We are. We're that's playing what? betting rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Yet another one where I was like, actually, no, I was like, no, Nick will get this. This isn't that complicated. It's a, it's much more complicated than just rock, paper, scissors, but it has to be because that would be so boring. Um, I mean, I remember the rock, paper, scissors segments from, was it season one of the Garnet Wager? <laughs> yeah. Probably. And I was, I just, I remember when I saw this, I was like, oh. Remember the plot twist of me yes. bringing back rock, paper, yes. scissors and just using Alan's pattern <laughs> and Alan sitting there trying to crack their own code yep. and baffled. <laughs> Highlight of my life. Imagine <laughs> Kyung Hoon playing Kyung Hoon. Exactly. <laughs> Emma saying Emma. <laughs> Emma or... Ma. So this is Buck Wild. This is what we really came here to talk about with this death match. We've, been, <laughs> we've buried the lead, and so did this episode. Um, Dongmin is like, Songmin, I'm going to help you out with your betting rock paper. If people don't know, betting rock paper scissors. Everybody plays. All the spectators play our rock paper scissors. The two people in the death match either can bet or play the game against the person, uh, the spectator. If you bet and you bet correctly, then you win a bunch of points. If you play and you play correctly, you win a bunch of points. If you play and you lose, you lose points. That's it. You, most points at the end wins. Uh, and there's also virtual players, so you can't know what everybody's playing. Well, the virtual um, players, they declare at the start. They're like, yeah, okay, this person this person is rock. They will just be rock. And yeah. so it's like, okay. Dwayne? Yeah. Uh, this, this, you're this like, so do Dwayne. I play uh, Johnson or Dwayne here? I don't yeah, know which yeah. one wins. Jeff. I play Jeff. Jeff. Uh, there was a subtitle here that I tweeted out because I thought it was really weird. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Kyung Hoon, the, the, someone, uh, Gino or someone is like, oh, I based that on your nickname. And then the subtitle says the letters in his nickname, Titty God, can also mean scissors, <laughs> which is the most bizarre sentence I've ever read, maybe. Languages. You know, it's just how it is. <laughs> Languages are beautiful. That's how it is. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> but um, Yun Min, the angel, is like, guys, I'm going to tell you both what I'm picking. Nobody get mad at me. I'm not on anyone's team. Stop. <laughs> I love both of you. <laughs> I'm done playing today. I don't want to lose won. anymore. I thought that the twist of this game was going to be that half of these people were lying when they when yeah. Songmin comes in or when Kyung Hoon comes in. He goes, "Hey, what are you going to play?" And they're like, "Gino's like, I, I play rock. A man plays rock." Which I'm- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I was a like, "A man plays rock. A slave obeys." Yes, there it is. Yes. 
I thought they were just going to be like, oh, yeah, we all lied to you because we decided we would tell Sangmi the truth and lie to you, Kyung Hoon. What a great origin story for a uh, whatever his name was, a, a Rockefeller type in Bioshock. Yeah. This started this, out match? on the genus and then Jim. Yeah. Um, and it goes about as you expected for a while. Um, Songmin seems to be doing okay. And then pretty quickly, uh, Kyunghoon starts taking the lead. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why? Hold on. It turns out he just had all the right answers for a while and he's playing well. You know, Dongmin is like, Dongmin is kind of like the sage of advice speaking to us, the viewer and the other players in the spectator room being like, oh, Dongmin can still win this. It's fine. He's got it. He's my friend. I told him everything he needs to know. He's going to win. He just has to lose here and win here and he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's going on? Why is Kyunghoon winning? What's going on? And then... Well, Kyung we have makes a mis- makes a real mistake, <laughs> and I had to pause and and I said, okay, right now I have to decide: is Kyung Hoon an idiot <laughs> or an idiot savant? It literally will determine whether or not he wins right now. It turns out it's kind of both because I believe There's he a... he did actually make a mistake. No, no, that was a he fake. Didn't. Mis- well, he did. Uh, he he. There are layers here. So he it's did layers. make a mistake. He did read the wrong card. Yeah. But he then realized, like, but wait, the card I played still works here. I guess I'll just keep acting like I'm freaking out, though. <laughs> so he he started out genuinely freaking out, realized he was okay, and then kept the act up. Yeah, double act. This is what I've been waiting for with Kyung Hoon, because <laughs> everybody's either read him as straight or read him as an idiot. But this is the third level of he's gay. No. Actually, he's not straight. <laughs> yeah, is exactly. is he actually freaking out? Is first level, and then oh no, he can't be freaking out. He's just trying to play me into thinking that he freaked out. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the Hyung Moon play, the third level. I really, really. Of he fucking got. I want everyone to understand how much I hate what I'm about to say. Oh, but I can't wait. I'm it so actually reminded me of Akudama Drive. Oh. Uh, because Akudama Drive in anime by the stupid Rampa man, and I hate him. Um, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> the main character in that is a normal person who gets roped in with a bunch of super criminals, and everyone. Like, she's put in a position where she basically has to be a super criminal or she's going to die. Um, and she just steps up, right? Even though she is actually just a normal person. And that's Kyung Hoon here. Kyung Hoon, I don't think he's a super smart guy. Well, I think he's intelligent. I don't think he's very wise, let's say. Yeah. Um, I don't think he has very good judgment. But when he's put in a position where his only only option is to be amazing, he just rises to the rises to the occasion. He's incredible. Uh, it's it's a lot, and um, they actually start playing a like uh, violin version of Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Such a, <laughs> such a fucking the da da dun 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 dun. And you're like idiot or idiot savant, idiot or idiot savant, and then he fucking wins, and he starts sweeping, and you're like, okay, idiot savant, that's it, we're done, right? No, Songmin is not ready to sit to take this laying down. Um. He's sweeping. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? We start getting cuts as if Samhain has already lost. Like, we're talking about, like, oh, he's he's exhausted. He's burnt out. He's got nothing left. And then he goes, wait a minute. If I win, like, one time 
and then I bet double, and then I win again, and then I bet triple, I can actually still turn it around completely. And then he it doesn't work out. <laughs> but, I mean, he has that last moment where it's like, okay, if I bet all in on draw, because draw pays out more than win or loss, because yes. it's very unlikely. Um, and then you have the reveal of, like, of like uh, uh, it's like, well, obviously, Kyung Hoon knows what it is. He'll just, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, just yeah, play yeah. to win here. And Song Min's like, so... Uh, Kyung Hoon came to me and he was like, "Hey, why don't we just play fair? Why don't we just give each other knowledge?" And Songmin's like, "Where's the fun in that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the fun in fair?" Um, and so I had Kyung Ron lie to Kyung Hoon about what it is. <laughs> it's she's she threw paper. She told Kyung Hoon he played scissors, and then and you're like, "Okay, so actually they're gonna tie and we're gonna go into extra innings and then Fuck we yeah. get the moment of Kyung Hoon finally after all this time around Songmin <laughs> yeah. internalizing Songmin's people reading skills and and going like going back to Kyung Ron after being told and being like wait I just got a weird feeling what did you say yours was and Kyung Hoon's like I told you it was scissors and he walks away he's like okay so it's definitely not scissors Kyung Hoon developed a moment Kyung Hoon developed a third brain cell he found it he found one lying on the ground from the season it was garnet shaped he placed it into his brain he said i suddenly can see through time and space he became the smartest man alive and he finally read somebody correctly i was so happy (laughs) to watch kyung hoon over this episode it was amazing Uh, i have everything i ever wanted to see i have scratch marks on my my thighs from how tense tense i was in the last five minutes right now i'm not joking uh, you should you should not do that. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I have to cut my nails also. But he, yeah, fucking Kyung Hoon. This is a real sentence. Kyung Hoon handily beats Song Min and has him eliminated. <laughs> yeah, That's he... real. We're in episode three of a season, <laughs> and Song Min's out. Yeah, the season two champion is trounced by <laughs> perhaps the biggest clown we've ever seen on the show. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. It's incredible. It's I beautiful. It doesn't help that this completely flipped the fantasy points for us too, because I could have easily won this <laughs> if it wasn't for this fucking man. Um, I'm I don't I'm not gonna believe that he's a, a himbo anymore. I'm fully on like Young Hoon was smart all along a train. Yeah. I know this wasn't like perfect evidence, but I'm I'm still I'm still committed to it. I think I think I mean I have always thought that he's pretty smart. I just think that he's really easily flustered. Yeah, same. Um, like he's just he's just like he just gets really like sh- like embarrassed and self conscious on TV, and he makes bad decisions. Um, yeah. And I think what we saw in the DM, I mean, like he spent a lot of time in that DM being like, "Hey, I'm just gonna need a minute here to do some math, right?" And like yeah. he wouldn't have asked that before. He would have he would have been like, "Oh gosh, am I holding things up? I'm sorry," and just played. And him with the confidence to just ignore the camera and do his own thing is a very scary player. Yeah, Telling the Ice Queen, hold on, I, I need a minute. Mm-hmm. I need my, go to my corner. And so- Songmin's sitting palace. on the stairs just staring at him, and he's just like, just a minute, you know, I'm just working here. <laughs> it, oh, it was it was amazing to see. I'm like, yes, this is and He the sits real down, he goes like home. feet, like crouched in a corner. He's like, I'm just going to do some math yep. real quick. I got this. That also, I forgot to mention, one of the coolest dealer moments where he's like, please, 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 let me take that back. Can I take that back? And then she just goes, it's between you two. If Songmin says yeah. yes, then I'll give it to you. If not, it's I, I can't. I'm not making a rule for this. Basically, like the producers, are like, oh my god, it's way cooler if we don't set a rule for this. Yeah. <laughs> and they were correct. Uh, but also, oh, that 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 whole sequence was him. 
playing Songmin. Yes. He had figured out by that point As that he didn't. That he had figured out by that point that he didn't need to pick his card back up. Yeah. Like, what would he have done? Would he have shuffled and put the same card back down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that that moment where he's like like. Okay, no, I guess it's fine. Let's just play. <laughs> like, internally, he's like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> I got him! <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, incredible. Oh. You absolutely love to see it. And then uh, and then we get uh, Song Means Farewell. And uh, I thought this was really pretty powerful, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Song, Min, Song Min sort of being like, listen, you know, like... I've had a, I've had an incredible journey. It's been a real treat. Uh, thank you to the dealers, Kyung Hoon. Uh, that was really unexpected. I hope you go all the way, man. You know, just like a lot of you know. Make sure you win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like slaps him on the cheek a bunch of times and says, "I'm sorry," and then walks it out. Yeah, yeah. Ky- Ky- Kyung, Kyung Hoon's like Kyung Hoon's like I'm sorry, and he's like, "No, don't be sorry." Be and then a he shakes hands with the dealers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So classy. So classy with the a crisp blue the suit end. with the flower. <laughs> Started out the day lying on the floor under a table to eavesdrops on people. <laughs> <laughs> and ended the day out of the game. <laughs> oh man. Song Min is really one of the best. He's I he loses the most the best way. He always has the best losses. Um, he is he and, is absolutely yeah. without a question the all-time fantasy genius champion. Oh yeah. Okay. He's like the the nexus of our fantasy genius point system. <laughs> Uh, as we will see, as we discuss our fantasy breakdown. Mm-hmm. Actually, hmm. six. Can you uh, can you message Alan, rock paper or scissors? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna do. Oh, do you mean you want me to pick one? Yeah. Uh, to what end? I don't know. I I promised I would do this, so I want to make sure I don't forget. Okay. Should I announce this? Yeah, announce who wins. Uh, six wins. With uh, uh, with paper. With paper. Yes. Nick picked rock. Six. Hello. Oh no. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Hi. What? Is it six doing the? No. No. Six. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I'll cager your back. Hey, pal. How? how I what? believe you have something for us. Oh. Oh no! Could you go get a slice? Oh, no. All right, give me a minute. <sighs> I don't know. I listener, I genuinely don't know what's going on. Uh, so genuinely, uh, to Alan and Nick, this is going to take a minute mm-hmm. because I have to go get a physical product from my outside freezer. I'll what? be back. very awkward all right cager are you still there we're here yes all right i have here a edwards chocolate cream pie unopened <laughs> and a plate and a knife and a fork what i i just made an assumption with a knife and the fork it could be i don't need them what am i doing cut us a slice of secret pie okay my roommates and were very surprised to, to see it, it. So, okay, I guess. Oh, that's this was nice. in an, a credit sequence, listener. You gotta listen to the credits of every episode. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hard to open. Oh. Uh, uh, this is going. Okay. Run right. mm-hmm. And then take off the lid. This is weird. 
Wait, so he left, right? So I just yeah. I just eat pie and that's it. <laughs> so, you know, like so I get the whole thing was like, what's your secret pie story? I forget. Uh, my secret pie story was that there was a period where my I, I don't I don't do the grocery shopping. Um, mm-hmm. I just do the cooking. And there was a period where my roommates were uh, trying to do things more healthily, um, and I rejected that plan, uh, but stealthily, by having a secret chocolate pie in my outside freezer. <laughs> and now I guess I am sort of reliving those glory days. If I can get this stupid crust to cut, my God. I, I believe I, I remember. <laughs> it must have been on bottle crust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, I got it. Cause you, you told me that um, sometimes you know you walked outside to go get it. Uh huh. Yeah, you don't want to get caught because oh your room God. has a door to the outside. Uh-huh. So you would walk outside around to the the outside freezer, mm-hmm. and then you would have to sneak it back to your room. But sometimes people were home, and so you'd get stuck outside. <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> That's so right. iconic. Will, That's so sick. I'm gonna take my first bite, and then I think I'll do the rest off the air. I guess, but uh, I don't know about that. I'll, we'll see. I'll have to do this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, it's still quite cool. So it's which is nice. Oh, I thought that the cager was gonna like send you it, and you were gonna bite into it and be like, "Is that a whole garnet?" <laughs> I, I I genuinely assumed it was gonna be like a custard pie situation. Like I'd have to face plant on this thing, which would have been unpleasant because it is frozen and kind of hard. But <laughs> I did wonder if that's what would happen. But you know, wait, was that if I'd lost rock paper scissors? Well, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? All right. Well. The thing is, if I've learned anything from doing Botico, it's that you do it now. <laughs> you know, like no. two years ago, Botico episode fifty, you would not. You would it's not audio only, and you're like six, put your face in the pines. He's like, well, I do it for the content. You do it. I would. You'd absolutely. I, I know this for a fact. My friend six would do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's time to talk about fantasy points. Um. I'm just picturing you covered in pie right now. I know you're not, but... In front of a podcast microphone. In front of a computer. Welcome to Bottle Crow, a Dota 2 podcast. Welcome to Bottle Crow Reborn, yeah. a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about... Where we put our face in pie on a podcast. So, uh, Alan. Yes. Uh, Songmin really went crazy for you this episode. You managed you up with a... You got a point of... You got 71 points. Hell yeah. Which is more than uh, the rest of your score t- t- to date. So now you're up to 126 total points. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're only at six garnets because, of course, uh, of our bet. Well, that's ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Nick, you are at uh, 76 points for this episode, which means you're the winner of this episode. How many points did Kyung Hoon give me this this episode? Uh, Kyung Hoon actually was not the highest scorer, but Kyung Hoon did no. give you 33 points. Oh, Even with yeah. minuses, Songmin got 48 points. Damn, Songmin went king shit. Kind of went, kind of went. He ham. was eating. He was eating. That he there were there were a few shots of him eating that gave him some points. Songmin be yeah. eating is the thing. <laughs> Women be shopping and Songmin be eating. Um, do be like that. Mm-hmm. I only got 25 points for 83 total. I am clearly. Uh, in in the back of the pack now, um, but thanks to my bets and stuff, I do have twenty garnets now. Oh my god! Which Christmas. I think is, is respectable. I mean, nobody could have more garnets than you, right? Well, um, so might. the cager has zero points for this episode because his mm. decree didn't 
really involve points in any way. Um, so leaving him at 88 total, which is still beating me. <laughs> um, and 21 garnets. Ooh, which is Blackjack. fucked up. Uh, wait, didn't he spend garnets on making me get a pie? Uh, it was five. I listened to the last one. Yeah, the cager is actually down to 16. I am actually uh, beating uh, the cager. Okay. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Fascinating. Also, uh, this episode, the bandaged man got forty-eight points. Respectable. Damn. But not enough no. to be. I was. Ex- I was. You know. I was feeling worried about the the, the bandaged man because there was a lot of shots of the timer. Mm-hmm. He was, well, he showed up. For there's sort of a like. I I I have had a couple of consultations with the the. I texted the bandaged man. Um, yeah. And uh, clarified that uh, if it's like multiple shots within a short, like cutting back and forth between people in the timer, that doesn't count as multiple shots of the timer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And same with same with appearances of the bandage man. They have to be like specific appearances, not just like, OK, here's the bandage man, then someone's face in the bandage man again. That's not two appearances. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Um, very yeah. sporting of him, I think. Uh, also very sporting of him to introduce a new form of currency. Oh, hell yeah. What? Uh, so. Uh, as of course our listeners are aware, having heard the intro to this episode, uh, the bandage man has done a special deal to introduce a new currency called Gregnitz. No. Uh, Gregnitz are a, a currency <laughs> no. that you receive one of when your player is the most point earner in an episode. So, Alan, congratulations, you received the first Gregnitz. Yes, thank you. I will cherish the Gregnitz. <sighs> God. Uh, for a list of what uh, Gregnitz can do, uh, well, you'll just have to see. <laughs> I also have to redraft at some point. Yes, you do. Do you want to do that now, or do you want to... Well, I only have two options, right? I have Junsuk or Yuyun. Uh, uh, Yuyun? I thought Yuyun was on a team. Is he not? Did you take him? I don't know. Uh, no, I, I meant to, him. and then I didn't, because I didn't get to pick very many characters when I <laughs> drafted. All right, yes, those are our, your only two options. Okay, check this out. Who? What are the? Do you have the point totals up? Sure. Who won between those two? Who won more points this week? Uh, this week, uh, Junseyak yes. easily. Uh, I'll take him. He's gonna betray me, and he's gonna lose like spectacularly next yeah. week, and I'm gonna be so mad. Yuyun's time has got to come sometime. I just—he's right? doing he's nothing. He—he's nothing. Absolute coasting. He's safe. He's getting good miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> coasting isn't points, Nick. That's—I—I am fully with you. I mean, yeah. maybe you know. Listen, anything can happen here on the Garden Wager. Maybe we'll get an announcement from from the Bandage Man that coasting is now points. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So I'll take Jinsuk. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I do know, however, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that uh, on our next episode, someone will die. Someone will die. <laughs> I thought about doing something much more dramatic, but I'll hold off. Mm-hmm. I'll hold off. Hmm. I, I was. I was. I have twenty that, garnets. You know. I could do something pretty big, but you know, we'll sit on that. It's only, it's only, it's only eight garnets. What the hell? Uh, I am going to spend eight garnets for a rule uh, inverter. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. 
Uh, so, unfortunately for y'all, on the next episode, if I see a shot of your contestant eating, they're not gaining five points. They're losing five points. Oh, ass. Ass. Kyung Hoon, go on a diet, okay? <laughs> Just Hoon. don't eat. Kyung Hoon from five years ago. Hello? Hello? Dong Min's going to fuck me over. I can tell. Oh, my God. Yoon Sun's fine. They don't. She, I, they don't even show her that often. <laughs> gonna, yeah, she'll, she'll be fine. Don't wait, don't fuck me this time, boss. Damn. You're my man. You're my number one. You're my A number one player. I could invert a second rule if I wanted to, but for now, I'll leave it at that. The the thing I, I was gonna say is, I don't want to. I'm not trying to fully break kayfabe here, but like, there's what the listener doesn't realize. I mean, they should realize is all of the fucking post pod lore hell is not recorded pr- at, like before <laughs> we talk. So I don't know what you're about to hear after we do plugs. That's going to like suddenly fuck me over way more. <laughs> so I'm like, should I be anxious right now? I I'm just scared and nervous all the time. It's the <laughs> Garnet way. That's the ideal podcast. <laughs> just scared and nervous all the time. Uh-huh. A scanline media production. Scanline media. That was ominous. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we are going to be taking it here to the plug zone, unless someone interferes, I guess. Uh, six. Yeah. What's up? Uh, so what is this chocolate pie like? Is it like a whipped mousse? Is it like more solid? Um, so it is. I, I would say it's a whipped mousse. Yeah, it's like a it's like a chocolate layer with like uh, like a like more like traditional cream underneath and then a layer that is like um, a chocolate crust. Oh, so it's like it is a full chocolate pie. Well, the cream isn't chocolate, but um, it's like chocolate it's cream not. and then chocolate. Yes, it's it's three three oh. components here, and then a drizzle of chocolate. I figured the top. it was a whipped chocolate. Mousse. Well, yes, it is, but it's resting on a layer of regular whipped cream. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um. So. So I, th- I think you should take another bite. Okay. Sure. Is it good with like milk or something? If you had to pair it, probably would be. I'm not a big milk drinker, but it is a little. Uh, I would say specifically the crust really dries out your mouth. Um, yeah, it's it's probably bad for like podcasting. Yeah, not great. <laughs> not great. Um, so not I tend great. to keep water handy. Um, but you know, rip. Um, <laughs> Plug zone. I do know. Uh, Alan, you go first. I'm Alan, and I'm on another podcast called Chats, a television podcast. That's C-H-A-T-Z, colon, a television podcast. Uh, over on colon. Chats. What was that, Nicholas? I love the colon. Oh, yeah. The colon Just is... in general. Sorry. No, it's okay. The colon's the best part of it. Uh, chats is a show where my friend... I always said. What was that, Nicholas? That's what I've always said. <laughs> no, I heard you that time. I just wanted to make you... <laughs> I'm I like te- this. We should do, we should always make sure we should do an episode. One episode where someone spends a bunch of garnets so that whenever someone interrupts, they have to be extremely polite and say, Oh, I'm sorry, what was that? If only we had garnets that were specifically for annoying people. Mm-hmm. Anyways, chats is a television <laughs> podcast where my friend Majan and I watch TV and talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> Usually Western TV, but not always. We're watching uh, Better Off Ted. We just finished season one this week so check it out we got guests we got comedy we got a patreon patreon.com slash chatspot it's a good show and you should listen to it Thank what you. do you watch next uh pokemon 
Really? No. We like to joke oh, about okay. that, though. Because <laughs> that, that's, you know, it's on my podcast bucket list. Because mm. I've heard good things. Uh, Nick, next next week, mm-hmm. I'm making a play right now. This is a play. Oh, okay. Hey, everyone, I'm making a play. Uh, you, Nicholas, every time you say the word play next play. week, uh, mm, what can I make you lose? A garnet? For this. <laughs> I, I don't a whole garnet every time he says I think that's fair. Thanks six. Ooh. Yeah, I spend my Greg I spend my Gregnet uh, oh. to make oh. it so every time you say the word play, uh, you lose a garnet. Fuck. So we're going to be playing now. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Alan is making a play for sure. It's a play. Oh wow! You you got you got to wow. get out of your system wow. now because uh... <laughs> play play a play a play. The play's the thing. Well. If you want to find me, folks, huh. I'm on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. My work is at ScanlineMedia.com and Patreon.com slash Media, and I'm free to say play as much as I want until someone spends a Gregnet on me. Fuck. Uh, yeah, thank you to the Bandage Man for introducing a currency exclusively for making our lives miserable. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Take care, Greg. As opposed to this podcast, which... <laughs> As aforementioned, <laughs> makes me nervous and anxious. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Nick, your turn for plugs. Plug? Yeah. Uh, Bakami Thai chi- intensifies. Chicken. Yeah, I guess so. I, the chickens are doing good. Okay. Um, I've been, you know, considering if they need a heater, but, like, they're really, they're extremely fluffy. They have, like, a winter coat mm. of, you know feathers right now and they're they're huddling together they've stopped laying as frequently i think that usually happens in the winter they're just not feeling it Mm -hmm. but you know i can't wait to see them you know go frolic in snow it feels like they'll be very excited Uh, chicken me tie chicken me tie intro's always so long (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening to the Garnet Major. Have a good one. I love a Garnet. So, Cager, how does it feel to reap what you sow? If you want to turn this into a stupid game of Calvin Ball, I'm game. Let's change some rules just for the hell of it, right? Whichever genius contestant wins the most fantasy points on a given episode awards their player a Gregnet. A Gregnet can be spent on a variety of methods of harassing other players. Alan gave you one helpful example just there, but fortunately I have a little stack of Gregnets just here for myself, and so I'll spend one just to show you another thing it can do. Cager, I'm looking forward to hearing your next message, as it will be set to the tune of Caramel Dansong. As they say, here are some oversized shoes if you want to be a clown. Ta-ta. Receiving incoming transmission.
voice is hard to do. You caught me. This is the bandage man again. The cager, bless his little heart, has called in sick today. He faxed over a doctor's note. Don't worry, it's just iron deficiency. Turns out garnets are no substitute for proper nutrition. I'm sure he'll be back like nothing ever happened next episode. Meanwhile, I check with player Nick, and he's assigned the rest of the crew the homework of watching 1991's classic Silence of the Lambs. I'll see you next game. You're still here. You are not satisfied, then. The game is failing to entertain you. Well, that just won't do. If you can't enjoy the game, what use is it? Let's see what we can do about that. Next episode, I will show up personally to challenge a player. And the stakes? Let's say that if the player wins, they get to create a new fantasy genius rule. Look forward to it, Alan. Let's play a game.